Hello Mamas. Today's episode is going to be um, very different than what you may be used to. Um, right off the bat, very strong trigger warning. This episode deals with murder and suicide very heavily. So um, if that's in any way triggering, please just come back next week. We will have a, a nice lighthearted episode for you. But today I... I've been I've been meaning to talk about this for a while. This was a These are two stories of murder suicide that happened very 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 close to me um growing up. And I never have really talked about it online cuz it's like not something that I would just like briefly mention in like a like an Instagram story or a tweet and be like, "Hey guys, Remember when my neighbors literally committed murder suicide? So um I feel like this is a better platform, I guess, to like kind of talk in detail without it kind of like feeling like sensationalized or like just throwing it out there. Um because I do kind of want to really like talk about like like kind of how well I guess kind of how it affected me one affected me more than the other but also just just how strange it was and how how i like kind of perceived it as a kid when it happened and then now looking back at it so um basically i don't i genuinely don't know why but the town i'm from like i don't know if it has like a higher murder rate homicide rate than other places but Basically, these are both very, like, like genuinely sad and tragic stories. Like, I can't even, I can't even, it's, it's really crazy. Because, like, so basically I grew up in this suburban town called Red Deer. And it is, like, the most quiet, like, nothing happens community. And, like, there's ba- essentially no crime or anything like that. Um until there is and it's and it's not it's it's literally always something like insane and that is what both of these stories were first i'm gonna talk about i guess i'll do them in in order of how they or like when they happen that'll probably make a little bit more sense so this was in i have the articles brought up because like i don't remember all the details but this was in 2011 um September 11th, to be specific, um, which is a day to begin with, but also three days after my birthday. Not that that matters. Why am I like looping myself into the story? Uh, also, I'm, I am going to use different names um, for this first story just because like, like I literally knew them personally. So I don't I don't really want to like, I don't know. Um, so. Growing up at my mom's house, because my parents were divorced, we had these neighbors. It was this elderly couple. I'm going to call them Elise and Ralph. And they were so sweet. Like, I... uh, She... Oh, my God. Okay. So, Elise... um, I'd say they were, like... Oh, actually, it says here. um, Like, 90... 92 was one of them. Oh, 
Elise was 93 and Ralph was 89 at the time of their passing. And before they passed, they were like genuinely so sweet. Um, I think we had been to their house once, like when we had just moved in. Keep in mind, like this, like my, I was like very little at the time. Like we moved into this house probably when I was like six. And this event happened when I was like around 11. So, um, Elise would like always like, she was such like, oh my gosh, she was such a sweetheart. Like she would bring like banana bread to our house, like literally once a week, like just out of nowhere, like would just bring over a pan of banana bread that she had just baked. And she was like the sweetest, like little old lady ever. Like, sorry, grandma, you're sweet too. But like, Elise was very sweet. Um, uh, and then her husband, Ralph, uh, never really like, I don't think I talked to him too much. I believe he was German. I think he had an accent. Um, it says here in this article that they had been together since the end of the Second World War. The Second World War. That's 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 crazy. I I don't even really know when the Second World War ended. I was really bad at history class, but anyways. Okay, so. I wasn't at my mom's house when this happened. I was at my dad's house, but the next morning I was supposed to go to my mom's house and I believe it was the next morning. So the 12th, I guess I was playing Minecraft with my friends. We were just all on like our server and my dad gets a call from my mom, which was like a little weird because like, like they were divorced and they don't like, they weren't like, they were, they talked, but like, um, I, like, my mom would, like, usually, like, just call, like, the la- the landline if she wanted to, like, get a hold of me because that was, like, a thing, landlines. But I, I I think she, like, directly called my dad. And I was, like, playing Minecraft and I, like, saw he got – or, like, I heard he got the call. And then I, like, looked at him and he looked, like, a little, like st- – like, I guess strange. Like, he'd gotten some news. Like, you can just tell. And then – he tells me that my neighbors, Elise and Ralph, are both dead. Um, the police believed it was a murder-suicide. So it was, it was no... It, this was like, I guess, like it was a crime, I guess a crime, but there was no like... Like no one like came into this. There was like no nefarious kind of like motive or anything basically um they were discovered dead in their home um they had a gun in their house in the basement i believe it was like a shotgun um and so in Canada with like crimes and stuff, I had I, like went through a little bit of a true crime phase, but like I don't know much, but I they don't really like give out a lot of details. But from what my mom told me, um, she never heard a gunshot. She was asleep. This happened like late at night, I guess. But uh, the police came by, I think in the middle of the night and they like asked questions. They were like, I think, I don't know if they straight up told her. Okay, that's great. I don't know if they straight up told her 
like your neighbors are dead um or if they were just like asking questions like did you hear a sound because i believe the neighbors on the other side did hear a gunshot and woke up so she um she like didn't really have any information like like i said she was asleep but i think they eventually just told her like it was a murder suicide um there's no like there's no risk to the neighborhood there's no no like suspects or anything so i mean it's really sad like i'll i'll read a little bit from the article um while deaths may be classified as a murder suicides it could well be that while one person took the life of another both were aware of what was happening in a way it would be more like a suicide pact a double suicide Often in the case of murder-suicide, there is violence, many times centering around domestic family issues where relationships have gone beyond sour. I genuinely don't think there was anything like any, any like kind of abuse or anything like that. I, and I believe like there was a note left, like a joint note, love the dogs going crazy. Oh, I hear my neighbor yelling at them. Um, I, 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 like I said, I can't remember. And like, I haven't really like talked about this in a while since it happened. This happened 10 years ago. Um, but I do believe there was like, like a joint note that they both wrote. So I guess what I like to think is like, they both were just so old and I don't know, maybe like they like felt themselves declining or something and they wanted to like go out together, which I mean, suicide is never, never, never an option. Like, please, 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 please. If you're ever thinking about ending your own life or feeling like you don't deserve to be alive, please, please, reach out for help there's so many resources i will put the um the national suicide hotline in the description of this um but i mean like first of all like i cannot imagine how traumatizing and tragic this would have been to like the family like the kids and the grandkids like oh my god i cannot imagine like that Cause like when you think of like your grandparents going out, you don't think of like li- like a terrible act of violence like that. Like you think like I don't know, maybe like going out peacefully. You you'd never expect it to be both of them at the same time for one thing, and also like in such a like horrific manner. And also, I think it was like the the family that had to like go into the house and like figure out what to do with it they ended up selling it and we got new neighbors i don't know if the neighbors knew what happened in that house but it was crazy like this was like literally my neighbor like and i've never had neighbors that i was like actually like like i wasn't i wasn't close with elise and ralph but like it was the closest I have ever been with any neighbors. Like, um, 
like I said, like she was such a sweetheart. Literally brought banana bread every single day. Like, I mean, not every single day, every single week. Sorry. Um, I guess like, like a nicer way to look at it is like they were together in the end. I hope it was something that they like both agreed on but they were such sweet people i i genuinely don't think there's any way it could have possibly been the result of anything else so that happened um when i was 11 uh, and i really didn't understand it like i didn't understand what was going on like i knew like obviously like as a human, you can kill yourself. But it, I, I never understood why. I was like, why? And like, obviously, as an 11 year old, you're not thinking about like old people and like the things that happen to them as they get older in age and like what that does to like you physically and mentally. So like, I was just very confused and never really like thought about it. Now, um, the next story, next murder-suicide story was not my neighbor's, but it was on the street that I walked to going to school and was very close to my house. Um, <gasps> sorry, I just had a hiccup. That was really painful. Ow. Um, for this next story, I don't think there's any, any names that they released maybe there is let me pull up the article also i know this is very random that i'm just talking about this um i just feel like it's like something i needed to like kind of just like process verbally we'll start this next story right after this quick break okay hello welcome back so i just told you guys about the tragic story of elise and ralph i'm now gonna tell you about this this one was especially tragic and heinous and disgusting. And I didn't personally know um, the people in this one, but it was literally so close to where I lived. Literally would walk past this house every single day. And basically, this is this is how I kind of discovered it um i was walking it, it'd be like a 15 minute walk to school every single day um when was this it was like i think in the spring and they're pretty simple i was just walking to school and then i usually like turn i like walk down this alley and then i'm on like this like residential residential street and the entire thing this one day was just completely blocked off in police tape. I couldn't even and and by the way, like to get around it, I'd have to like go like way, way, way back and around. So I did that. Um, but like when I saw all this tape, uh, it was at least, I think, four cop cars and they were all centered around this one house. Um, and I was like, OK, that's very strange. Like. I thought maybe it was like a drug bust because we randomly would have a lot of like little drug people in our neighborhood. Like I swear to God, the amount of meth labs 
that were discovered in my childhood in my town don't understand I've never even met a person that does meth. Where are, why is there more labs than, why is there more meth labs than Taco Bells in my town? It makes no sense, genuinely. But that's kind of what I assume this was. Um, But like very suburban, very white middle class neighborhood. Like literally nothing happens, genuinely. Um. So I'm like, okay, I'll just go around. And by the way, I was like late for school. So I was like kind of hoofing it. Um, This was in May 15th, 2017. I, um, so I was 17 or 16, maybe. No, I was 17. I was 17. Uh, This was senior year of high school. And I had so many free blocks. I think, I feel like I did a school episode talking about like how my school schedule was. But basically, I like did a few classes online. So like I would come to school, but like I would have these free blocks where I could like literally do whatever. And I also had friends that also had that. So um, when I got to school, well, first of all, I sent Snapchats of, like, the crime scene. I was like, what is going on, y'all? And I, like, put it on my story. And then I told, like, my friend who also had a spare. Uh, and I was like, okay, there's, like, some going on near my house. And there's, like, a lot of police. And, like, we tried looking on, like, the news and stuff. Couldn't find anything. I mean, it's, like, a small town. Like, there's not going to be, like, a Twitter moment. It's not going to be trending on Twitter. Like, no. So... We had our free block, and I was like, should we, like, go check on it? Like, it was, like, an hour after I had walked past it. And I was like, do you want to, like, go see what's, like, going on? So we walk over there. It's, like, a 10-minute walk. And we see – I don't know what the suit is called, but, like, you know, like, in crime scenes when they have, like, the full, like, white plastic suit to, like, I don't know, like, not get their DNA on anything – Um, we saw them going into the house and like, oh, and I still kind of thought it was like a meth lab or something. Cause I'm like, okay, maybe it's like not safe. It's like a hazmat suit or something, but we basically got no details. Um, the school was like never placed in a lockdown or anything. It was just like very isolated. And I, and I was not about to go up to the police and be like, what's going on y'all? Like, no, was literally scared little 17 year old ben um i'll just read you guys the article uh the title is a very tragic and sad story okay a father and his six-year-old daughter were found dead inside a red deer home sunday in a suspected murder suicide Mounties arrived at the home in the neighborhood Sunday after they were asked to check on the welfare of the 39-year-old father and his daughter. Records show the home is owned by, I'll just say his first name, Robert. Campbell had lived alone in the home. Oh, I just said it. Okay, well, I mean, it's a public article. Robert Campbell. Campbell had lived alone in the home for the last few years with only occasional visits from his young daughter, neighbors said. Sunday afternoon, Mother's Day. Oh my God, it was Mother's Day. A heavy police presence around the tidy home alerted nearby residents that something serious had happened. 
By late Sunday evening, forensics teams had arrived. Investigators began circulating in the neighborhood, asking anyone with surveillance cameras for footage taken between Thursday and Sunday. Superintendent Ken Foster called the incident a tragic loss that affects our whole community. He said investigators aren't looking for any suspects uh, in connection with the deaths. We don't have any concerns about public safety or that neighborhood involved, he said. Court records say Campbell had joint custody of a six-year-old girl named Callie. The documents suggest the relationship between the girls' separated parents was strained at times as they argued over custody and spousal support. The little girl stayed with her mother, except for alternating weekends when she would stay with Campbell. In a sworn affidavit from May 2015, Hildebrandt said she believed Campbell was emotionally abusive. She said, I consider Rob to be a bully and is bullying me. It is my belief based on Rob's conduct towards me that Rob is attempting to harass me without regard to the well-being of me or our child. In undated text messages submitted as part of the affidavit, um, Campbell is at terms angry with her and emotional about his daughter. I would give anything to spend half the time you get to spend with Callie. You take her for granted, whether you really realize it or not, Campbell wrote. I don't think I've ever felt so sad, lonely, empty in my life. Police say they will be working with the medical examiner's office to determine cause of death for the father and daughter. An autopsy is scheduled to take place Tuesday morning. Foster said deaths are always difficult for officers, officers to deal with, but especially when it comes to children. It, it sends like literally chills up my spine because you never think, you never think in like these quiet little sleepy neighborhoods that like that could be going on literally 15 feet from where you sleep that there's like whether it's like um elise and ralph that there's like people literally planning a suicide pact right next to you or just down the street there's like such a deranged father like i don't know potentially trying to get back at his wife or and like literally using his daughter and murdering her as like a way to get like it is insane it's genuinely insane and it's not something i like to think about like because you can really drive yourself crazy just like thinking like everyone's like like there's murderers everywhere and stuff and like for a while after that i was like whoa like that can really just happen that can really like be some people's reality like like literally around us there's people like in such tense and abusive like situations where their parents could literally be like planning to kill them like i genuinely don't understand why this has happened twice near me in my life like i have a um i have a friend who's really into true crime podcasts and stuff and he said he noticed a pattern where like in in america which is very known for its violence especially considering like the easily easy access to guns you know there's a lot of crimes but it's like in canada like we don't have a lot of crimes but when we do they are heinous and they are like they are crazy um this is another mini kind of thing but this happened on my i think i maybe made an episode about this way early into the podcast but i used to take this greyhound bus between uh 
um, my mom and my dad's house, and it it was the exact route that I took, but like not the time that I was taking it. But this, there was this man that got on the bus, who was it's, he had some sort of mental illness. I can't remember what it is, what which one it was. I don't want to speculate, but um, he got up out of his seat went to the guy in front of him pulled out a knife cut his head off cut his face off and then ate his face on my bus so um so there's that he is released from prison which that listen that is what's actually kind of insane to me this guy so he was like deemed insane when it happened and got put in like a what do you call it like the nut house i don't know what it's called but um he's released he's walking around living his life now now he's like fully on meds and he's like watched by like the government and like they check in on him but I just, I think maybe keeping him in a little longer slash forever when you've literally decapitated someone on a Greyhound bus and eaten their face. I think maybe that's not the person that we should be releasing from prison. That's just my two cents on that. Um... So I really don't understand how, but yeah, basically like, that's what I mean by like when there's crimes in Canada, it's crazy. So, um, I, re- I realized this was a very, 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 very dark episode. Um, I can't remember what my, oh, the last episode was like reading your guys' stories. I think very contrast to that we will be back to um more light-hearted episodes but thank you for letting me just kind of quickly share that story i also just kind of wanted to like like just like remember elise and like how nice she was and like how sweet she was and like being such a good neighbor and i want that i want that to be like how i remember her so thank you so much for watching and listening also um I totally, I I just went through um, all the Apple podcast reviews you guys have been leaving. You are all so sweet. I'm really glad you guys enjoy this podcast. It freaking warms my heart. Um, If you want to leave your own review, you can go do that at, um, if you go to Apple Podcasts, you can leave a little review. Say if you like the podcast or not. I truly appreciate it. Uh, Also, since last episode, we did finally hit 2 million on YouTube. Literally insane. I... I couldn't, ah, it makes me, I will, I, tears were shed, tears were shed, I cried a lot, so thank you very much, insane number, genuinely insane, never thought I would ever see that next to my name, it's so, it's so crazy, and so overwhelmingly amazing, and I love you all so, so, so much, um, I will see you all next Wednesday, and next Sunday on YouTube, take care, please stay safe, I love you so much. Fun of the week. It's two.